When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why am I with Seabus Super? Because I'm a builder and they take care of me. Well, I had an accident on the work site and they helped me out, no worries. Yeah, they helped me out real fast. Mate, they just get me. Because they are for all of us. Seabus, for all of us. To consider if Seabus is right for you, visit seabussuper.com.au for a copy of the PDS. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. It's the final word. Welcome up daily. Day 26. We're sitting on the site screen at Lords. I'm Adam Collins. I've got Jeff Lemon next to me as ever. We're here because of Seabus Super. The industry super fund hitting your retirement for six. We're seeing the clouds descend over the grand old ground. We're seeing a little bit of rain in the air. We're seeing in front of us the hovercraft over what looks to be a relatively green pitch. Tomorrow we have a blockbuster ahead of us. A game we didn't expect to be a blockbuster between Australia and England. We'll come to that in a moment because, Jeff, at the moment, at this very moment in time, they are celebrating down in Southampton. Those magnificent Bangladeshi fans are giving it big because their charges have been triumphant by 62 runs over Afghanistan. I want you to tell me. I want you to tell me about it. Tell me every important factoid of it in the space of 30 seconds. Well, Adam, uh, Afghanistan were dross in the run chase once again, basically. Won the toss, popped Bangladesh in. Don't know why, because they don't know how to chase a total Bangladesh. Made 262. It was a decent enough target, but Majib bowled well. Mohamed Nabi bowled well. Everyone did really, except Dolat Zadran, who got tonked. And then, uh, in reply, Afghanistan could get nowhere near it. They start slowly, they get even slower, and then they try to slog them up at the end. It doesn't work, and they ended up uh, being bowled out. Samuel Shinwari, 49, not out. Stitched up at the end, too. I thought Majib would... Allow 
uh, the veteran Shinwari, but he's in back in the side for his first game of the World Cup to reach it to 50 with that rear guard effort in the final 10 overs, but not to be, sadly. Uh, I know it broke your heart, Jeff. Well, it just had a giant swing, Majeev, and got bold middle stuff. Literally, he came in, he got on to strike with two balls left in the over. Shinwari tried to take two and eventually realised it wasn't there. Majeev got on strike, and I, I have you as my witness. I said, this is either six or out. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. He, he tried what would have been a six had it connected, and it did not. As I said off the top, the rain falling, I reckon when I get tre- drenched while we're talking, I just got that feeling around Lords at the moment as a helicopter goes overhead, out left to far the time, we can see uh, the clouds getting darker. Um, I don't think that tomorrow will be a game that's played without rain interruption, but they managed to get the full complement in today down at Southampton, the last of about 94 games of World Cup cricket we've seen down yep. there um, in, in the south, well, the, I was going to say southwest, but the south of England over the last few weeks. Um, Afghanistan, they made a fairly big strategic blunder at the toss, I think, Jeff, it's fair to say. Why are they electing to chase when they just can't do it? Yeah, they failed to chase, what, 202 against Sri Lanka. They failed to chase 220 against India. Why put a side in, particularly when, you know, it's it's a worn sort of pitch and and your spinners might be able to defend it? And they pretty much all bowled well, to be fair. Rashid Khan didn't take a wicket, but he had a couple of chances missed. He had one of those dirty sort of days, and even so, was fairly economical. And one really important one as well. I mean, he had Shakib Al-Hassan, almost as soon as he arrived, had a leg-before decision given against him uh, by the central umpire. Rashid was bowling at the time. It was his top spinner. Yep. He reviewed it. He wasn't going to review it either. He took every one of those 15 seconds sent it upstairs and it was just going over off stump excellent piece of bowling but that would have changed the trajectory of the game you think well absolutely um, because you know Shakib made that 50 and you know he's gone back to the top of the World Cup runs list but yes. more on him just shortly but you know Majib bowled really well 3 for 39 off 10 he's done that a couple of games on the trot now against India he throttled them he suffocated mm-hmm. them they could not get him away um, and he took early wickets as well he got Shakib in the end um, with, with a ball that skipped on he got Lytton as well who was opening um, even though he made that 94 that he made against the West Indies in the middle order um, and then Sumyasaka as well who came in later I don't know what the rationale was in that but he came mm. through in the middle order um, so Majib bowled well Mohamed Nabi won for 44 off 10 as well uh, Gulbadine the skipper <laughs> gives himself his full 10 overs every game even though he, he might not be the best seamer going around but 256 he took as they slogged poor old Dulat Zadran though he's had a dirty uh, tournament all up he's dropped catches which he did again today he's um, not done a lot with the bat he's He's been absolutely monstered with the ball and won for 64 from his nine overs. So he was going at seven and over in he's a game. He's my guy. I just don't like it. You watch him bowl and he's got this beautiful conventional action for an outswing bowler and yeah. he's got plenty of pace, but the pieces don't come together too often for him. Mushfakir, almost back-to-back hundreds for him, ended up on 83 by the time he got himself out trying to force the pace. 83 off 87. And barely hit a boundary that was the thing he, uh, three or four boundaries that I remember it was all ones and twos he was just picking the gaps running hard finding the field doing everything that Afghanistan don't do when they bat and they took no lessons from that whatsoever which was it's almost impressive in their stubbornness I love it that it's the old firm isn't it it's Tammy Mikbal it's Mushfika it was a contribution from Mamadullah again and of course yeah. Shakib it's these guys who 
have been the standard bearers for Bangladeshi cricket for a really long period of time. And they're the ones that are giving them the chance to potentially make the semifinals. Again, a week ago when they beat the West Indies, they opened the door. They, they lost a, a really good game of cricket against Australia, which they probably lost with their death bowling yep. in the final 10 overs when Australia batted first. And then they needed to bounce back today. I had yeah. some concerns when I woke up this morning. I thought, gee, you know, Afghanistan, after the way they played against India, this might be a bad day for Bangladesh to get them. But they showed their mate of fairly stern stuff. And it was that, that core of senior players that got them over the line. Yeah, there's always that danger that, you know, you, you drop the game, you should win because you're so focused on, you know, you know you've got to beat India coming up or whatever it is. But yeah, 36 for Tamim, sort of got them that stable start. 51 for Shakib, 83 for Mushfika. And then Mossadegh came in and bashed 35 at the end quite briskly so Shakib with that 50 as I said top of the World Cup runs list again he's gone past David Warner but also picked up Pfeiffer in the second innings that's only ever been done once in a World Cup and it was Yuvraj Singh against Ireland in 2011 who got a, a 50 and 5 wickets in the match so um, almost unprecedented and an exceptional effort he bowled really well too just particularly the, the last stumping that he got I think it was Najibullah and, and it was just Shakib it was deliberate just really float it wide hang it up there and then have it dip a bit and through it went um, and it was a it was a lovely stumping because Najibullah didn't even bother trying to turn around He as soon as he went past it he just stopped and went ah, oh, and started walking off <laughs> watching the uh, speaking of things happening between the ball being released and getting to the end they had some great slow-mo of Shakib both batting and bowling, but I watched some of the, the, the slow-mo of him bowling and yep. the Bangladesh fans are transfixed in, and when he's letting the ball go, it's like it's they're all as one with mouth agape waiting to see what happens. Like They're yep. so invested in this story with Shakib. When he was named man of the match today, they went, or player of the match, I should say, that's, that's changed the nomenclature recently. They went absolutely wild. Um, as I mentioned off the top, their support, mm-hmm. all the toy Tigers were out again today. I don't know how we haven't got ourselves a Tiger uniform yet. I, I mean, I will, between now and when they play yep. India, I will be decked out in the Bangladesh kit that day and I don't mean the formal kit I mean the the tiger pajamas onesie that I think most of them are wearing in the stands um if you can't get on the Bangladesh bandwagon if if you're not already on the Bangladesh bandwagon you should be and it's not too late we've got space with us it's tiger time as they as uh, as another group of uh, tigers that play professional sports said a couple of years ago on their way to a premiership and I'm not saying that Bangladesh are going to win the lot I'm not even saying they're going to make it to the semi-finals but if it's set up on the final day of this tournament and Bangladesh are playing Pakistan for a spot, if things do go that way, and it may oh, very well do so, that will be, they'll win that. Yeah. If it gets to that stage, I, I would I would back Bangladesh to make the final. It's four. Tiger time. They they they're one point outside the finals, as, <laughs> as, as as it should be. That's a very Melbourne reference, to, or should I say, football reference to those who are listening from around the world. But alas, the Richmond Tigers uh, have a, have a habit of falling just outside the four, which is where uh, the Bangladesh Tigers are right now. Yep. Um, but but Shakib, you know, knocked over both openers, number four, number five, and the ball that he did Muhammad Nabi with was a gorgeous one as well. Nabi's playing for turn the uh, the left arm spinner he's, he's coming around the wicket um, and just puts overspin on it and it just zips through goes on dead straight cleans him up middle stump second ball Mohamed Nabi's a good player we saw that 50 you made yeah. against India and he was just done in by that it was exceptional bowling uh, but also the economy so 5 for 29 from 10 overs how often do you see that uh, can I give a special shout out here to Gulbadi I think Gulbadi Naive is is He's one of my favourites now because he's like that club captain who. So he gives himself his ten overs, then he's opening the batting as well because because Hasratullah was out of the side, you know, has barely made a run with his big slogging approach. Gulbadeen went up to open the batting when Mohammad Shazad went home, the um the portly wicketkeeper who gives us so much entertainment. But he once he was off, Gulbadeen said, "I'm the man for the job." Sure, I've been at eight. 
but anybody could be at eight in this team and anybody could open. But 47 off 75 balls, I have never seen a player play as many slogs in an innings with as low a strike rate as he consistently manages. He'll block out like nine dot balls and then he'll slap four over mid-off. So he plays the highest risk shots to get boundaries and then never scores a single in between times. It, it kind of reflects that that Jared Kimber point that the Afghanistan are a team of number eights, yeah. which is spot on really. They've hit more players has this for a factoid. More players in the Afghani side in this tournament have hit a six than any other team. Ten of them <laughs> have cleared the ropes at one stage or another. Not massive totals to go by, but but they've all got that that long handle in them and, and Gulbadeep's just one of them. It, it, as you say, he could have easily been at number eight yep. uh, as well as opening but he's doing a job and I think that when this tournament's over when we're, when we're putting together various sides of the tournament he won't feature in, in the best team of the tournament but he'll, he'll feature in the in the final word team of the tournament that, that, the, that of which I'm sure he'll captain the funniest team of the yes. tournament um, and Hashmatilla Shodi as well coming in at first drop and making 11 off 31 and then getting out it's just it just hurts to watch the start of an Afghanistan in this because I want them to do well and you know they play shots in the last 15 overs it's just the first 25 they're like nah no, just hang in there. Just in. just consolidate. Just get to T and we'll consider yeah. our options just after that. Just make sure that the asking rate of four and over gets up to seven and over and then we'll start trying to score runs. <laughs> so so we have a very clear play of the day, that's Shekib Al-Hassan, uh, but we need to uh, look at the Hall of, Fame. Hall of Fame before we break for part one. You, you had a, an outside-the-game option. I did have an outside-the-game option, which is Andre Russell has finally pulled stumps on the tournament, bless him. Uh, he has formally given in to his knees that don't work... Uh, and he's finally accepted and conceded defeat. So he will not be playing against India at Old Trafford on Friday. They, they've flown someone in for the occasion. Um, I didn't actually catch who they've flown in, but the, the important point here is that Andre Russell, after starting the tournament so explosively, has wrapped it up. It'll almost certainly be his last um, World Cup in 50-over cricket. Um, I'm sure we'll see him again on the 2020 circuit. He gave it a crack, judging by reports. He tried so hard to bowl in each game. He wasn't he wasn't phoning it in. He was trying his best on, on the recovery table to get up and get through his 10 his body just didn't want to do it when your knees don't work they just make it worse and i know i'll never bowl at pace again (laughs) well he still bowled fast even though when he bowled two overs and was crocked he was still bowling 150 clicks so um sunil ambras is the batsman who's come in to replace him specialist bat Uh, so yeah russell's gone but i think my hall of the fame nomination for the day has to be if if you don't remember or haven't heard of Samuel Shinwari, God bless him. God bless his heart. The angriest man in cricket. He he made the ninety four. I think he made when Afghanistan won their first and only World Cup match over Scotland in twenty fifteen. Yeah. Um, he played the most dogged, cussed innings. He grounded out all day. He did exactly what I was talking about: dot ball, dot ball, dot ball, and then towards the end started hitting sixes. Nearly got them there, and then hold out looking for one more six in his hundred. And was furious, went off the field yelling and shouting at himself. Sat- longer to get off the field than what I used to. Yeah, he, he yeah, sat and well. he, he crossed the boundary rope and sat down immediately with his bat between his knees and chewed the bat handle while the number 10 <laughs> and 11 got the runs, got, got the last done. 20 Shapur's runs. Adran, between. of course. Shapur Zadran and Hamid Hassan got yeah, there. Yeah. But, but Samuel Shinwari, I've, he's had a special place in my heart ever since. He hasn't played in this tournament yet. He was He's the grand old man of the squad. Finally got a run today. And what did you do? 49 not off 51 balls uh, and did it all with running again you know only a couple of boundaries he hit one six but w- just did it by working the ball around and running hard and it was wonderful to watch and it was perfectly fitting that he should be stranded one run short of a milestone yeah. while his teammates recklessly got out around him he's, so he's definitely our hall of fame member of the day i'm just going to add an, add an anti-hall of fame um uh, part to this before we break and that will be 
we set something off yesterday. We talked about the scoreboard at Lords to the far end here, at, over the top of the Gubby Allen stand, um, is not a scoreboard during the World Cup. It's a, an advertising board. And the Twitter responses we got, every ground, with the exception of seemingly Nottingham, have got the same problem. So um, I understand the commercial realities of putting on a major tournament, but patrons have the right to know what the score is, and they shouldn't have to rely on the small mechanical scoreboards or you know the, the supplementary boards to get that information in 2019. So it's unlikely this will have any effect, but if it does, put your finger out. Yep. The scoreboard today was Afghanistan bowled out for it. An even 200 to Bangladesh's 262 for seven. Bangladesh, seven points and just outside the finals. Here they come, end of part one. Jeff, some people might disagree, but we kind of have some cricket expertise. I think we have no expertise, though, when it comes to sensible things like planning and retirement and planning for retirement. Well, lucky then, we know the people who do know their stuff over at CBUS, and all CBUS members have access to their team of qualified advisors. Wow, Adam, I think I've heard of CBUS before, about 400 times on our podcast. Uh, what does a qualified advisor do? It means if you're a CBUS member, they can assist you over the phone about investment options, contribution strategies, and planning the best way to maximise your super for retirement. So you're saying they can help you maximise the middle overs and then have a big surge in the final 10? <laughs> Cricket reference, get it? <laughs> yes. And it's probably going to go a lot longer than the World Cup. Ah, well, you can uh, make sure you don't get caught without a retirement plan. Visit cbussuper.com.au. Do it. Do it today. This is the Final Word World Cup Daily. Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon for CBUS Super Casting Forward. It's here at Lords tomorrow, Jeff, that England play Australia in a game that a few days ago we thought would be a dead rubber, now anything but. It's almost a free hit for Australia. I don't think it's a game that if they lose, it'll be the end of the world. But if they win, England are in last chance cafe, almost certainly provided Pakistan win their next fixture. So, I mean, there are a few different variables to consider here. But the guts of it is, if Australia win, it makes England's task quite a challenging one in their last couple of games. Oh, absolutely it does. It makes England sweat through their last yes. couple of games. And, and just on that, I mean, it's amazing sitting here. It's one of these calm warm sort of English summer evenings that we haven't had many of but, uh, but what a remarkable thing to be you know, we're, now, we're sitting on the base of the sight screen yeah. on, on, the, on the edge of the ground at this arena which will be absolutely heaving tomorrow it will be alive and, and right at the moment it's calm and it's, it's gentle and it's quiet and it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great privilege to be able to do this we're, we're lucky to be here. Yeah we were the last people out of the press box before walking downstairs and you get a chance to kind of as usual observe the ground in its, in its emptiness and I always say that the cricket grounds are most gorgeous when they're empty we were sitting at the back on the park benches earlier jeff on in the uh i don't know what that little garden's called actually it might be um uh, it's next to the wg grace sculpture we were interviewing joss butler for the weekly show which will be out shortly but again just sitting out in these beautiful surrounds lords to be honest with you isn't my favorite ground in england but it's hard not to get sucked into um, the spirit at a place on an afternoon like this. Yeah, keep an ear on the podcast feed. The Josh Butler interview will be up in the next 24 hours or so, probably. Um, but, as you say, so England on eight points, they're fourth. Bangladesh on seven points have two to play. Sri Lanka on six points, three to play. Pakistan on five points, three to play. So those three are, are the ones who are... You know they're they're in the background and um, they've 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 got a possibility of of doing something special and so England you know if they lose tomorrow then they've got New Zealand and they've got who's their last 
India. India. They've got it. New Zealand and India. They play so the three sides who, who they who will, that, who will most likely form the top four. But mm. Australia can do a massive favour to Sri Lanka, Pakistan, and Bangladesh. It really does open up the competition if the result goes yeah. the other way. Um, the but, other, but I think the, the other key though there is that, is that Bangladesh and Sri Lanka both play India as well, and they would both have to beat India in order to qualify. But if they did, India is also on nine points and could be vulnerable as well. Sure. So, you know, there are there are multiple ways into the finals for these teams. No, but but right. but if England lose, you know, yeah, how much do they then sweat? If they're on eight points, they know they've got to get to 12 to be safe. You know, 10, they might get there, but they might not. If they lose tomorrow, suddenly it's real squeaky bum time. It is, and it's worth noting that England haven't lost two on the trot since the last Champions Trophy, well before that, actually, since 2017, the start of that, I think it was. Yeah, Yeah, they do bounce back. I've interviewed Owen Morgan about this very topic before the World Cup, and his attitude towards it is is that they knew something would go wrong at some stage, and they pride themselves on bouncing back straight away. Aaron Finch spoke about it at his press conference, where um, he made the point that he knows England will go doubly hard, having lost the last game, but they're not going to try and keep up with him. This was quite instructive. He says they're not going to try and beat England at their own game. That is to say, don't expect Australia to come out and try and bomb 80 in the power play. They're going to try and right. get them, you know, the old, the you know, the Western District way, the old-fashioned way, and try and tie them up um, and, and lock them in the basement and starve them. Um, this won't be a quick kill. This will be dragging them, kicking and screaming all the way to the end of the, you know, as, as deep as they can drag it. So, with with that in mind, I've, is the Western District way a thing, or did you just make that's, that up? That's from the Wire. Really? That's from the yeah. That, that's, that's a wide Darren reference. Finch is from Colac. It is actually the Western District. He is from the Western District, and, and hi to my parents <laughs> if you're listening out there as well. Um, the the um, they live near Colac. That, that's perfect. Uh, yeah, but uh, no, who it, knew it's that Aaron much, Finch and Omar uh, had so yeah, much yeah. in common? Um, uh, but, Stringer uh, Bell. Stringer Bell, indeed. Tomorrow we also get to see, uh, which I'm really looking forward to, Jofra Archer play against Australia for the first time. Yep. Um, he was was shielded from that warm up game. I don't know if you can really call it a proper game. It was 15 on 15 or something like that but the game you went down to mm. a few weeks ago at Southampton everything's at Southampton nothing should be at Southampton uh, and tomorrow will be the first of many many times he plays against Australia he's about 24 years old he's if everything goes to plan he'll be it's, this could be the start of a, a real amazing sort of um, rivalry between Jofra and Australia and we're going to be privileged to see it at Lords between one man only one man this summer <laughs> um. <laughs> Look, it, it, it could. It, they play a lot against each other, and if he's in this side, that's exactly what will happen. He, he's going to play Ashes, that's for sure. There's no doubt in the world yeah. that Jofra Archer is playing at Edge Bassett in the first test and playing here in the second test and every other test of the Ashes this summer. Well, as long as he's fit, yeah. Um, yes. and, and But he's got such an easy action that it doesn't seem that likely that he'd get injured. He just looks so different to other quick bowlers. And, and England are not used to having actual fast bowlers who just who do it effortlessly you know yeah a little bit of other color movement is that i'm sure we'll see some booing tomorrow and all the rest probably not as much because we're at lords but i mean you know i, I i'm hopeful that tomorrow i'm sick of this story on that i'm sick of a story but it it's going to be coming up but, yeah it's, it's so are we all but it is but it happens so what of, so what um, well, I think that Johnny Bairstow writing a column today, mate, at Newsworthy yeah. might have a bit to do with that. The reason why it was featuring again today that in Bairstow's column Thanks, he Johnny. said that um, it would be hypocritical if if, uh, if um, fans were urged not to boo given the way that Darren Lehman told Australians to do precisely that with Stuart Broad in 2013.
Ukraine. Anyway, that's by the by. It'll be part of the story tomorrow, but hopefully we get a day that's not too badly affected by rain. It is on. It is in the forecast. Yeah. I can't dispute that. Thunderstorms, but, though, which gives the sense that hopefully it dumps down and then moves on. And Lord's the great place for that because, I mean, they say it in a lot of international venues, but it drains well at Lord's. And it it really does. Is. In terms of uh, where today's teams go next, Afghanistan play Pakistan on Saturday, so they've got a few days off. And Bangladesh have the long break. They've got the full week until they play India huge. next Tuesday. Absolutely and huge game of cricket. Cannot wait for that. Bangladesh, the big winners today. Tomorrow, a fascinating contest ahead of us at Lords. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon will be with you then on day 27. Today's day 26. This is the final word daily. Thanks for your company. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. Every day, hundreds of thousands of us are building a future we can all be proud of. For over 34 years, the growth CBUS My Super Option has returned an average of 9.29% per annum for its members while investing in projects that not only create jobs, but something better. CBUS, for all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.